This is all about audience dissecting how creatives in the digital media world cater to the audience they are producing for. I'm your host, Fred Vigen. We'll meet someone who mixes original content with curation on their platforms, whether it's Tumblr or Instagram. We'll meet content creator Anna Daw. We'll hear about how she is growing a community, what her priorities are in as much as what to share with that audience, and the importance of creative freedom. Hi, nice to meet you all. My name is Anna Da. I am a content creator on the internet. And I am extremely online. That's <laughs> that's something that I think is relevant in all of this. So you spend you spend a lot of time consuming content and then kind of curating what you think is ridiculous or funny or or what what are you what are you doing there? I do a lot of different things with the content I consume. Sometimes I find myself either making memes or making like other subjects about the things that I see online. And then I, on my Instagram story, I will curate a bunch of TikTok stories and sometimes I'll have like commentary about it and just curate stories that I think are funny, that I think are interesting, informative, or artistically, like artistically profound in any way. So that's usually the genres I try to cover. And who who are you doing this for? I initially started doing it for, well, I, I guess I'm largely just doing it for myself. I actually do watch back my story all the time to at some point during the day and like watch it as if I did not put it up. So like, I definitely am doing it for myself, but I'm also just doing it for, I guess like, for people who are not as online as I am, I find that I like to be able to explain like a trend or like a meme to people. I like people being in on the joke. I think part of the fun of the internet is there's like a, and everyone feeling like they're in on the inside joke. So I like to sort of make that more accessible to as many people as I can. And who do you, picture as much as you are doing it for yourself <laughs> do you picture like a certain community or a certain type of person that you want like someone like you someone the same age or or, or who are, who are you creating all this content for do you think i don't really like i, I i've honestly never like sat down and like pictured a specific like demographic I, but I do find that most of the people that it does reach are people who are like around my age. And yeah, I guess people who are usually around my age with a similar like political sense that I have is what I would say. But I don't know, sometimes the strangest people are responding to my stories and I'm like, oh, I didn't even know moms are out here watching me on Instagram. But I guess I'm not too far off from the age of moms. I guess there's like a bit of an arrested development (laughs) that (laughs) happens when you don't have children. But yeah, it's quite shocking when people are like, oh, yeah, my kids talked about this. And I'm like, kids, what? (laughs) What are you doing here? So, yeah, it's the community reaches a lot of people like around my age. So. And how have you amassed the amount of followers you have on TikTok and on, on YouTube? 
And how many how many different platforms do you produce content for? I, I I saw stuff on YouTube and stuff on TikTok. Where would we find you? I am on. I am primarily on Instagram. That's like the social oh, media platform I use most commonly these days. I'm also on Twitter. Although my Twitter is not something that I want a following on. I feel like I'm active on like Instagram, YouTube. TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr. Tumblr is also another one that I'm really active on. But I feel like when it comes to like certain platforms, I don't care as much if like I have a following. I would say like when it comes to like Twitter, YouTube and TikTok, I don't really, I'm not as invested in like getting a following. But when it comes to Instagram and Tumblr, I do care if like I get a following and I'm reaching people. Because that's where you're primarily like targeting your content creation. Whereas like TikTok and Twitter, you're just, that's where, where you're, that's the intake. I feel like, yeah, TikTok and Twitter is more the intake, but also more of just like, I want to have, to be able to express myself freely on those platforms without the pressures of feeling like I have to make things that are good or relatable or profound. Like, I feel like I can go on Twitter and just say, Ooh, my boobs are itchy. And that's just a tweet. And maybe my boobs aren't itchy, but that sentiment is funny to me and I can just tweet whatever. But I feel like maybe like on 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 Instagram specifically, I feel like the more of the things I post are more polished than it is on like any other platform. And YouTube is just like I feel like I don't make enough content for it to to for it to be a focus. I just have like that's where I usually post like as like a catalog of like things I've made but I'm not like as actively like working on my YouTube maybe that will change hopefully in the near future but that is that's just the case with YouTube all right so then for for Instagram for instance how how did you get the number of followers you have I mean I'm, I'm sure it started with a few friends right how did it grow from there <laughs> I guess for me a lot of my online growth comes from like me using other platforms and people from other platforms like finding me on the newer platform. So when I first started becoming more active on Instagram, I had already amassed quite a following on like Tumblr and, and quite a notoriety in like Facebook groups. I was in a lot of Facebook groups and I used to make content. I used to be a big Facebook person, not in the way that people are like arguing with their family members, but (laughs) in the way that I got on Facebook and thought I was the funniest person in the room. So I had like people who recognized me from Facebook and people recognized me from Tumblr. And so when I started posting more on Instagram and I would have people share my memes, people were like, oh, wait, I remember you from this website. So that's usually how my following came about. And then like, when I started curating my story, like my Instagram stories more, which started really in like the latter end of 2020s when I started curating TikToks in my story, people would come for that because for some reason there aren't many people doing that and right. doing it in the way that I do it for some reason, which I, I think there should be more people doing it, but there isn't. So I guess I fill that niche for a lot of people. So there are quite a lot of people who just follow me because I am curating TikToks on my Instagram story. That's true. And I mean, when it was, I guess you're in the right place at the right time because Instagram really is kind of forcing it. You know, if, as I, I don't think I'm following anyone who's regularly creating stories. I mean, they pop up once in a while, but I mean, there's definitely stories in here that it thinks I want to see. 
so so i mean so if you're you're filling that gap like you're saying that that your your content's getting in front of more people and 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 yeah that that's great that they're latching onto it so what what metric or like what what is success on instagram for you that's a good question i guess for me like i i personally don't have any like personal goals when it comes to what I do online, it's more about getting as like, when it comes to Instagram, like getting as large of a following as I can and just being able to keep doing what I am doing within the bounds of what I do. And I guess like for me, success on, I know what the opposite of success on Instagram looks like for me. I think failure for me personally on Instagram would look like if I'm selling products to people, if I'm pushing products, if I'm like, doing sponsored posts to me that is like what I would be doing on Instagram if I'm like desperate and like I'm not in a good place so so long as I can like abate that like stay away from that I think I'm pretty I'm doing pretty well yeah (laughs) so you don't want you don't want to be an influencer no I I do not want to be an influencer I don't I don't really set out to try to like influence people I always set out to entertain. I wouldn't, I'm, I will admit to liking attention. I like attention. I like the clout of it, but I don't really care for selling people products. And like, like I have an ideological like belief that like people are like, everyone's becoming an ad these days, basically. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to become yet another ad. So that's like, for me, like if I'm like not doing well on Instagram, you'll see me pushing like some kind of flat tummy tea or something. I don't know what the girls are pushing these days, but yeah, that's, that's what lack of success looks like to me. Interesting. Okay. So, and I've talked to about uh, 10 or 11 other creators ahead of you at this point. And some are, you know, like um, Sam, for instance, Sam Reese, I talked to her. She's working on a book, you know, with, from her, from her crafting club. And, you know, and my brother, Mark, you know, he's an aspect of this is, you know, like how he's doing videos and and other content. He's trying to encourage people to show up to his events. Like, is there another step that, that you're trying to grow this community to, to, to come to, or, you know, like to read your daily newsletter uh, or, or, or see you perform like what, or is it just, you know, this is just a hobby. I'm just having fun. I mean, it's largely a hobby first. And I think that for me, maintaining like feeling like this isn't like tasking, like this isn't like, it's not daunting. It's not like anything like that feels forced. That is like my number one priority. But I guess like it is nice when like I post about my events and people show up and like I do, I do enjoy like when I'm walking down the street and someone recognizes me. I mean, I do love that, but I guess for me, what I really get out of this is being able to like express myself and spread my ideas as well as just like being able to have that creative freedom and a platform of people that are looking at the things that I do. So you don't want to, you know, shill for any products, but do you have any any interest, any goal to try to monetize? Is there anything like that you would want to aspire to? 
Um, I always said, and this is something that I'm not opposed to, is if the platform themselves wants to pay me to do something that's per- that for me, that's well that's within perfect. what I would do. I'm just like, if YouTube was, you know, like that's fine for me. But when it comes to like even something like a Patreon, I am not someone that's consistent enough. <laughs> I guess there's a lack of like, com- like there's a lack of, lack of confidence in myself in terms of being consistent that I don't have. And so I cannot do anything that I feel like I won't even be able to keep up with. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm not particularly interested in like seeking to monetize my account. Unless if the platform themselves want to reach out to me and like work with me, I have no problem with that. That is perfectly fine. I'm just not particularly interested in like getting money directly from the people that follow me or anything like that. So platforms, you do stuff. I mean, Tumblr is different, obviously, than TikTok. But like, you know, TikTok and Instagram stories, do you try to differentiate between the two? Or is one just reposts of the other? I rarely post on my TikTok story. If I do, it's like, maybe I made like a silly video trying a trend or something. But I guess Instagram is like the one that I mostly would post on on my story. Mm -hmm. And I mostly like create original content for Instagram specifically and Tumblr too. I try to create original content for Tumblr too, when I post it, but over the years, I mean, I used to mostly just share a post. Like if I make a meme, I'll post it on all my socials. And sometimes I still do that, but that's like, sometimes I do create things specifically for the different platforms. I have not discovered what you do on Tumblr. So what's different on Tumblr compared to these platforms we've talked about? Well, I guess Tumblr is like most of what I do isn't like largely entirely like curation, like because mm-hmm. Tumblr is like you reblog, which is similar to retweeting. So it's basically like a series of me like reblogging, retweeting stuff. And then like every now and then I'll make like a text post or I'll post an image or I'll respond to a question because Tumblr people can send you questions and you can pro- publicly like answer them. So I'm just like, I feel like on Tumblr, I'm not inter- as interactive with people. It's more about me, you know, like interacting with the website and me like posting my thoughts type of thing. It's but, a, a more curation, kind of like what you're doing on Instagram, but just yeah. in a different form. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So what, what do you think is next? What, where, where do you want to go from here? Well, me personally, I am, I'm an actor and a writer and And I do have like a manager that I think I did get in part due to thanks to my online activities. So I hope to be able to do work in those things. And I guess one thing I do have, one goal I do have is I do want to be able to become a functioning YouTuber just because I have a lot of ideas and a lot of things that I've been wanting to do and post on YouTube. And I, want to be able to find the time and the motivation to actually put them in order. But that's like, usually that's what's next for me. And would the difference be because the videos are longer or is it because it's more original content, not as much curation? I guess it's, it's a little bit of both. The length of the video does is daunting. Like that's also like a large part of what makes it such a task, but also just like, getting finding the time because it's like I have to make an original video that's more involved finding the time and space to film and then finding the time and space to edit I mean I used to do more of this 
type of stuff. Like even before I became like more of a curator, I was more of a creator. So I know like the work that it takes to put in, but it's so much easier to curate things than it is to make original content. So I want to get back into like my roots, basically get back to doing what I used to do more of. What is more important? Consistency, but maybe at the, maybe kind of lowering the quality so that you can stay consistent or is it better to, in your mind, better to have higher quality and maybe a little less consistent depending on, you know, what everything else you might be doing? Definitely the latter, I would say. Um, Even when it comes to like my Instagram story, I, last year I was more on the wave of like consistency is key. And I, I would post on my story every day. Like I miss like maybe one day a month. So it's like a job. <laughs> and I find that like it wasn't as joyful sometimes. Like sometimes I was, and sometimes I, I'm like, why am I posting this? Like I don't even find this to be funny. I'm just like posting just to post. This year, I feel like I only post when I feel like I have the time space and also this is good to post so I'm definitely more focused on being able to post quality over quantity I feel like a lot of the rule of the internet these days is like be consistent like consistency but consistency without a guarantee of quality people are going to get tired of that Mm -hmm. I'd rather be spontaneous randomly uploading at 1 (laughs) a.m and it'd be good than like trying to meet like some set of rules that are arbitrary for myself. Sure. All right. Well, anything else you would like to add? There's, there's nothing that I can think of to add just that I love the internet and I feel like, I feel so fortunate to be born in a time where the internet is in this current state. I think in the future, it's going to be way more monetized and way less enjoyable um so everyone needs to make a quick buck and it, and it's yeah kind of forcing what you're talking about because it's because money's on the line yeah but i mean it's not i get it it's not people's fault i never look down on people who do do like things like sponsored posts or like anything like i i don't knock anyone in their back i just think for me personally one of my own goals is to not become an advertising platform but <laughs> there's nothing wrong i get it People got to eat. I'm not going to knock anyone's bag. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. This was great. Thank you so much for having me. That was content creator and Ada. Thank you for joining us for All About Audience, a project for my graduate studies in information design and technology at SUNY Polytechnic in Utica, New York. Find more information about the school at sunypoly.edu. The theme music is Constructivism by Poddington Bear. Learn more about his music at soundofpicture.com. I'm Fred Vigent, host and producer of All About Audience. Thanks for joining us.